podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from Twickenham. Well, it's been raining again and that means there's not a great deal of Saturday cricket for Sal Alley from North London and I to muse over. Or is there Sal? We're going we're gonna to try our best, aren't we? We'll find something. We've delved deep into, into the websites of the league and found some little bits to talk about. And there are some capacitors as well. I just want to say, Dan, it's like feast to famine, isn't it? Last season we had, you know, this heat wave, two drinks breaks per game, host pipe band taking place weekly almost, you know. And now we've got ducks who are almost like taking residency on cricket grounds weekly. So... It's just been a shocking, shocking summer, hasn't it? Which has, you know, ruined some potentially great clashes over the last week. But hopefully the next four weeks we're going to get some action and, and promotion and relegation result fairly, I could say. Absolutely. And it's funny you say that, Sal. I picked this weekend to, to go up to Shropshire, see my, my parents, and, and I went to see the mighty Shrewsbury Town play, play Cheltenham. We won of the EFL football season, and we won for good measure, which we don't do very often. But about this time last year, I went to Wickham to watch Shrewsbury, which of course is a lot closer for me. And that we did really have scores of drinks breaks. I couldn't even sit in the sun last year. It was too hot. You know, we were all huddling at the back of the, the stand to keep the sun off us. We were huddling at the back of the stand again, Sal, but it was because of the bloody torrential rain. It was just a completely different planet. So so I'm guessing you had no Saturday cricket, but Sunday cricket, were you standing anyway? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we can come back later on. I did the Middlesex Trophy semi-final report yesterday, our Adman League website, man, which was really good. Enjoyed it. Standing report was obviously another, what I say, experienced league umpire. He knows lots of stuff. So some great little tips from him. So yeah, we'll come to that later on. Good, 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 good. And I guess, as you as sort of intimated before, we're going to look forward a little bit here because there's plenty of good cricket on the radar. And say this quietly, but Saturday doesn't look too bad, does it? Week 15 looks like we might actually... Get some proper cricket in, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, Thursday, actually, it's our cricket week, so I says we, we've got a press like 27 28, so it could be a hot one on Thursday, and hopefully just a bit milder on Saturday, but it still does look good. So, the next 10 days is an improvement taking place, and hopefully, it continues as I said for the remainder of August and first week in September. So, I'll take anything that doesn't involve rain. Yeah. Anything at all after after the last sort of month's worth of non-cricket that, that we've had. So that, that's good to hear. You, you've been digging around a bit here, though, haven't you? And, uh, you know, p- people like me and you, we think it's rained a lot. And statistically, it looks like it has rained a lot, right? It you've has. Been, been digging in, digging deep on X? Yeah, so obviously the X previously on Twitter. There's a great mm-hmm. little page called Premier League Stats, and it's obviously named in the title. And the person who runs it has put some good information up over how the rain affected Premier League cricket in, in the country. So we're talking about Premier League cricket and not any other divisions. So this, so last season, which was unprecedented in terms of the heat that we have, heat wave, et cetera, I mentioned that earlier on, we lost 2.46% of games, which is probably quite rare, you know, in terms of the heat. This year... That's definitely got to be low, that, hasn't yeah. it? That's got to be a low number. That is low. This year, I suspect, well, this a bit year, higher this year, maybe? This year, so far... <laughs> 23% games have been cancelled, which is the worst since 2012, in which in 2012 it was actually the figure was 25% of games were wiped out. So on average, we would lose 13% of games a season in, the Premier, in Premier League cricket nationwide. Okay, this year, 23% of games have been cancelled. Now, if you're one thinking, in four nearly, one in four, yeah, exactly. it's a lot of cricket yeah, being cancelled. Totally right. Yeah. If you think of relocating to play a, a full season almost in terms of Premier League cricket, the best place goes North Ants, which is the best county. And they've lost seven and seven point five percent of games in the last ten years. 
per season. I have no <laughs> I idea. Explain maybe that. more tolerant umpires, I don't know, or just maybe like a microclimate exists over there. I'm not sure entirely, but yeah. So if you want to relocate and play cricket all year round, North is a place to go. I'll tell you what we'll do. He might well be listening to this as well. I'm going to get Keir Hopley to do an umpire transfer over there. He definitely won't be playing in the rain. If there's one umpire that won't have it, it'll be Keir. That'll soon sort North Ants' stats out. It ain't too far away. Let's get that umpire exchange yeah, happening. Because that is interesting, though. Yeah. Crikey, North Ants has got the lowest. That's, um... So just add us all quickly. So in July 2023, this season, obviously, we've lost, again, this is Premier League stats for the whole of the nation, six only. We've lost 32% of games. So that's, that's, as I said, ridiculous figure. It is really when you consider that, you know, there's going to be good covers in the vast majority of these places. You only need to get 20 overs in to have a game. And particularly at this time of year, you're normally playing 100, 120 overs. And and so many games just had none, haven't they? They've just been wiped out completely, which leads to stats like that, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. But we still have some hope, Dan, who said the weather is improving this week and... We're hopeful of Saturday cricket taking place all over the league in the camp. Well, if I was a glass half full man, Sal, and I am generally, I'd say that I'd much rather promotion and relegation be sorted out on the field in August and September, following a bad July, rather than having a good July and then teams drifting into promotion and relegation without doing anything. So if we have four clear weeks now, yeah. then, then teams will have had the opportunity to save themselves or to, you know, or to... Or, or to go up so fingers crossed and, and I saw the long long term weather forecast it did look a lot better that we get get some action in now the first thing I looked at Sal when I thought about this pod was obviously no point in, in really we, we could discuss the six overs at Barnes I think Barnes had six overs against Boston. actually there was Actonians in SKLPCCC also got 21, 21 overs in but did they? yeah yeah I think that was I don't know how they managed to do that but they did but yeah I think we'll stick to the stuff we're going to speak yeah, that's probably the best. I, I know our Twickenham Three was supposed to play Actonians Three last week, and they were very keen to play. They, they were Actonians, understandably, they're, they're on the charge to go up, but nah, in the end, the, the weather the weather beat them too. Looking forward, there are a few teams who can get out the Cuban cigars, Sal. Well, there's one team in particular, but there's also three others who could be... Could, there's one team already up, basically, and three that could be promoted this weekend. Can, can you talk us through those? So who Tim really promoted our playing challenges in Div 5. They're 41 points ahead of North London Muslim with 40 points to play for because we're obviously going into the Yoba's uh, cricket now. And mm-hmm. we can speak about the opposite and old cricket down if you want to, the doom and gloom end. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a minute, okay, Sally. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that bit, but no, we'll go there. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the positive. <laughs> okay, so Tim could, could be promoted this weekend. Friends United, Div 4, we've had a really good season. Runaway leaders, if they beat Willow Lever. And West Harren Luce, Edingham Radians, who've had a, obviously a really tough, up. tough season. Said then Friends United will be promoted. So they'll be obviously uh, checking their phones and seeing how the game's going and hoping to get win themselves. On the other side in Division 5, we know that the Shands really are up. Now the team that could join them could be New, New Calypsonians. Now if they beat Pro Bowl Phoenicians and North London was oh, actually in a good run, a very real good title charge recently, Luce and Norfolk Park, then Calypsonians will join Pinot Challengers in Division 4. But there's lots of risks and buts in the situation, as we know. And finally, Division 7, London Desperados. They managed to overcome the Metadors. Then no one can catch them. They'll become champions. And they'll also be champions, even if they lose. And Berhani lose to London Warriors, as Metadors currently hold a 35-point lead over Berhani. From what I gathered, despite the good side, Paul's actually umpired him last week. I think he said he did the weekend off. He just managed to... Do a game for Demi's strong side. So what, ah, the Warriors or the Desperados? Desperados. The, 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 the Desperados. Either oh, okay. yeah. way, they'll be celebrating the championship pretty soon. 
pretty soon. And I think it's the bottom division of any sporting league is always a bit of a nightmare, isn't it? Because you'll have sides who inevitably have drifted down for whatever reasons, but you'll have new teams. And new teams could be could be pretty good. They could be two, three, four divisions out of sync, but you've got to start at the bottom. So I think Division 7 is always likely to be one of, how does one put this, with a mixed array of cricket yeah. and talent. Yeah. And, and that, so I'm not surprised to hear the Desperados are, are perhaps perhaps set to you know to maybe enjoy a good year next year in Division 6 when they, they get get there as well. So we've got four sides, one side that is up in the Challengers, three others that could join them this weekend. At the other end of the spectrum, we've got we've got three that are already down right across First eleven cricket. Yes, so Osterley, First seven, playing Division 1. They've had a really torrid season this year. Point deductions, struggling with availability, I suppose, as well. They're now 60 points of safety, so they'll be looking at Division 2 cricket in next season. Now, Taham, as we conceded on Saturday, um, and now it's mm. their fifth concession. I'm not sure entirely. I do understand that if you concede five games in, you are out of the league. Wait for clarification on that. I'm sure once that does come through, they'll be updating the league website. But even so, my guess now is that the may that may well be if you can't get a team. And as we've said on a number of occasions, this is probably to do with not being able to get a ground. Do you reckon the league no, might Saturday differentiate that? No, Saturday's game, there was, there was a way at because I was standing in that game. So I had a call oh. from the AP captain, Jimmy Abbott, to say, I've asked the team to travel, any umpires, could you come to the game? Then 10 minutes later, I got a call to say the game's off. And he said that wow. Hampton said, we can, we'll concede the game. Wow. So well, What a bonus for AP. Well, it does, points, but if, if they lose all their points to Hamlet, then obviously everyone's points are taken off, aren't they? Fair point. So we'll yeah. wait and see. I, I, we don't know for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, again, I asked Paul the question yesterday, and his understanding was that they will, they will be out of the league because the ruling does say five games. But again, it, once the league's updated, yeah. then it will just. Well, either way, what we do know is they ain't going to be playing in Division 3 next no, year. No, exactly. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah. well, they'll be down to the Division <laughs> even if they are within, still within the county league itself. Yeah, and the fourth, uh, there's a third team already gone, isn't there, in Division 5? Towards also hit by a massive penalty point deduction. I think a couple of weeks back, they're now two points of safety, so they'll be complying their trade in Division. Yep, yep. As I say, massive points deduction did not help, but there's no way back for them this season. In terms of sides that could be relegated at the weekend, well, yeah, can you talk us through this one, Sal? I mean, this is a big if that is it? Yeah, there's lots of ifs, yeah, yeah I mean, with this first one. But nonetheless. We could go down to stand one, three other sides lose, which is pretty unlikely because it's just yeah. as, you know, if it's one other game potentially, then obviously there is some kind of chance, but, but you're really hedging your bets there with that one, aren't you? However, in, yeah. div- in Division 4, Edinghamn Williams, Felix, Will at West Harrow, and Will Lever get a point against Friends United, then Edinghamn Williams are relegated. And then finally, Harrow Millennium, they could Felix against Stallions, which you just can't tell how which stands are going to turn up. <laughs> That's true. They could be down, and they could even go down if they beat the Stallions and Northolt Manor also beat Eating Free Bridges. So, again, a couple of sort of permutations happen there for that safe place, but we'll wait and see. Yep. Yeah, lots of ifs and buts, and there will be more of those as we go into to, to, to next week and the week after. But we thought we'd flag them up just to, to keep an eye on as the results come in next Saturday evening. We do actually have a bit of cricket to talk about because, of course, while well, Saturday was a complete nightmare and, and everyone was washed out, more or less all over the country as well, Sal. Certainly in the West Midlands, there was nothing moving. No one would have played any cricket in Shropshire, I guarantee you, of that. It was more like going home in the dinghy-type territory from, from from the New Meadow. But on a Sunday, it was slightly different, wasn't it? There was a bit of cup cricket around. Yeah, as I thought, said at the top of the, of the show, I stood with Paul Smith in the one of the semi-finals and was at the trophy. The game was Harrowtown, taking Wickham House at Harrowtown. Actually, really good game. Quite tight in the end. 
Powertown won by four wickets, so they're on course to regain the to retain the trophy they won last season. Wickham Mass batted first, had a good start. The openers, Dish Perot and Kither Khan had a good sort of partnership, looking quite strong. Then wickets started to fall. Harrowtown, Sandy, Shakava took four wickets and he sort of broke the middle order off the Wickham House side. They have got a new recruit, a guy called Dennis Smith, who played for Grenadas. who played for Grenada, was part of the touring team over here. He's around for the next four weeks. Definitely a player to watch. Looked a very good bat, so I managed to get him out quite early. Hit a big six into one of the houses. Quite I was going to say, does he leave a few alone? Does he good forward defensive? Mean, not me going on with him, uh, but oh, okay. guy can play. You look him up and play cricket. Uh, sorry, cricket play. You see, he's got some good stats. So he's around for the next four weeks. And I, and I was actually impressed with him. House this day, we were missing two or three players. Hamza, the captain, wasn't around. He was there afterwards. He, he does work for Middlesex on a Saturday on Sunday. And with him back in the side, the new fellow they got in Smith, they look a strong side. So I mean, they'll be disappointed to lose yesterday, but their sides are obviously on get promotion into Div One. And they are still in with a chance. And I think they've got to play in the gym kind of Kenton. So it's kind of in their hands. And as they're looking at the side, just there's enough good players in that side to definitely challenge for the top two places in that division. So they'll be looking to finish strong. How to, on the other hand, in debt to Sandro Mishra, who batted really well. He's a very good player, decent bowler, took three wickets and scored 56. So overall, Aratan, we're happy with the result. Wickham House will take a lot from that game. And as I said, look, look to sort of use that from yesterday as they go into the final four weeks of the season. And as I said, Daniel and Paul, absolute pleasure. You know, just you always learn little tips from these really experienced umpires. And again, yesterday was a really good education for me as well. So thanks to Paul for that. Good stuff. And tea, any good? Tea was actually decent. Yeah, good little spread of tea. Actually, also mentioned Wickham House scorer guy called Andrew coming at a chat with me during the innings. He said, oh, you were a guy from the pod. I listened to it every Wednesday. So Andrew did a great job scoring yesterday. He's quite an old school kind of score, like still books still. Pens and pencils. Good. Oh, um, I like the sound of that. Yeah, That's lovely good. guy, really good guy. And again, you know, these people are, are so important to the you know, club cricket kind of structure. So yeah, he's doing a great job. So as I said, also well done to Andrew for doing a great job. And also Harrowtown scored all yep. And it, and it was a good tier. Harrowtown always very hospitable people. They really look after you when you go to their games. Yep. Lovely guy, lovely guys. So yeah, it was it was good all round. Done a lot of work on the place as well in the last 10 years. Yeah. Harrowtown's different yeah. grain to, to what it was a decade or so ago. I that's, think the whole structure sure. land is from top to bottom in a way. The Colts set up, the junior set up, looks strong. You know, they're putting out their two sides yesterday. The game which we umpired in the game, I think the team in the Chess Valley League. Uh, they're still in the Conference Cup, which should playing next week. So they've still got a lot going on there. And there's, yeah, there's some good players in that club and some really good people as well who do some really good work. Like Moston Shafford, which we mentioned as well. He's actually, he's, he sort of does a lot of the background stuff, but also a very good player. He's a very good Everyone, everyone, you know, a bit like you, Dan, you know, you've got a glue within the club who holds things together and gets things done, and he does it. Oh, every club has it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Every club has it. And most of them does a great job in that kind of well. Cool. So, Aratown back in the final, looking to defend their pot. Who are they going to be playing? So, playing in Jim Connor. Comfortable win against mm. Indian Trophy under 85 runs. I can't get the gets small cards actually up, but by the sounds of it, yeah, Indian Connor had, had a decent start with the bat. They posted, I think, in the end, it was 2 1 4 all out. And their bowlers, I mean, Parminder's playing, Bupinder's playing. Playing against trial finals, they play division blow will find it probably quite tough. And trial finals, all that for mm. one, two, nine. So that'd be a good final. Well, both both sides have got everyone available because game. I'm sure the games they haven't decided the venue. Now, seeing that Harrods home win the final last year and travel over to Southgate, I think they'll be able, they'll be hoping to host if they're able to. But the game will definitely be obviously in that sort of West London kind of area. Yeah, I think it sense. will take place the week after the final league game, which I think is the ninth of September. But I mean, I might be wrong. Cool. Yep, that that would be logical. That's certainly what's happened in in previous years with this with, with the cup competition. It is, yeah, it? it's on September. Yeah. So I also should formally go on the record and apologise, right? 
during the Middlesex T20 final day, Parminder Singh came along to watch watch the games there, and he's been in the gym. So is he? He's yeah, he's a mean, lean fighting machine. I told you. Quite, I'm not sure he's quite. A, well, I did see him as well. Yeah, so he, he's definitely. Yeah, I, I was going to say he's definitely. You know, he's definitely been trying. Yeah. To, to, yeah, try, trying to get a bit more mileage in, in, in the gym there. And he was looking good. And so I've been, you know, gently poking and prodding him, haven't I, saying he's got a bit bigger over the years. But but no, no, he's he's given it 100%. And I, I was really pleased to see it. Palmy was still as keen as ever, having played, what, 20-odd years in the league now. So I'm sure he'll be up for a cup final. I'm sure he really wants to hit somebody for six. Well, I mean, look, he's, he really wants. I mean, it's not dad Jim single-handed, but they had a great season here. Challenge from promotion. Well, he makes it in a cup yeah. final. And I'm sure he's had an impact on the side and on the pitch and off the pitch, you know, as you said, the experience that he's got behind him. And maybe your words of getting into shape have sort of triggered it down. You know? So you might have secretly, in a way, been a man behind success he's having the season. Crikey. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give me that much credit. But I know what, I know what you said. He's definitely, he, he's he's trying hard. You know, he's, he's giving it a good go and fair play. And of course, as you say, Indian Jim have got potentially a, a promotion to deal with before they worry about the cup final. So that they're having a good, a good season and good on them there. In terms of other cup stuff, well, yesterday, we're recording on Monday here, was the, the first round of the National T20. I went over to watch, to watch that. It was at Radlett, which was a, a nice venue if you're, if you're someone in Middlesex, because, of course, you know, it's not too far for us to go. And, and we, Twickenham, obviously won the Middlesex T20, and we were playing Swarderston, you know, three times winners of the whole competition. And Swarderston, not far from Norwich, they are perennial winners of the East Anglian Premier League. Radlett were there as the, as the host for, for, for Hartshire, and they played Wanstead and Snaresbrook. And I saw quite a bit of that game, not all of it, but quite a bit of it. And Radlett scored 92 off 12 overs because rain got in the way. We had, what did we lose? Three and a half hours on the day, which meant that we had reduced overs games all the way through. And Wanstead chased 92 and did it with a minimum of fuss, Sal, to be honest. And you, you, you've seen Wanstead or you've been following them yeah, for a while. And they, they look a good side to me. Probably for years back. Uh, I don't know how, but I just managed to have a sequence. I'm not a secret. So you can say, uh, must have well, a good side. Yeah, it's like the way they do things. Yeah. You know, all lots of good cults, all homegrown talent. You know, in the SXC, you get some big, big money being flown, handed around. They don't pay at all from what I gather. And yeah, they're, they're on their day. They're struggling. There's a young lad, I think, by just Robin Das, who played for rescue. Oh, yeah, he looked yeah, a player. He, I like yeah. him a lot. He played against us last year in the National Cup game. He just looked head and shoulders above anyone else. So, yeah, they've got pedigree, Dan. You know, they've, they've been there, seen they've done it kind yeah. of thing. You guys were obviously the new kids on the block yesterday, new experience who go in, into the unknown in some ways where Stones and Wants have been to national finals, won national competitions. But, I mean, for me personally, I did text Carlos so and say it's still a fantastic achievement to take Swarton to the last ball. You yeah, know. well, the game was a funny yeah. one, Sal, to be honest, because, Dan. you know... Yeah, well, obviously don't, we don't bore right. people silly with tricking them stuff, but on this one occasion, it was one of those ones where we thought 12 overs rather than 20. That, that could work yeah. for us because we've got a couple of lads who, who, who do like to whack it. And one of them's Nev Tolbert. And so the Swarderson won the toss. They put they put us in. I think they had a very Coventry City early 80s. Yes, type yes. I've seen that. And, and it caught my eyes. It was quite a, a retro number. I like yeah. that a lot. But so the first ball, Pat Dixon gets bowled a bouncer. He hooks it for two over the infield. Doesn't go all the way to the boundary. Outfield's really mm. slow, obviously. It's had a lot of rain. They, they run two, but Nev Tolbert decides to run for a third and keeps coming. Pat Dixon turns him back about four times, maybe five. Didn't move a muscle. So they, they have a chat about it at one end and mm. decide which of them's run out. So Nev Tolbert, you know, smashes the ball to Kingdom Come, run out without facing the ball. And not, not massively enamoured no. by it either. But you, you think, oh, Jesus, you know, that, that's the worst possible start. But, uh, but yeah, the skipper came in, Carlos Nunes, 67 off 40-odd yeah. balls, five sixes, five fours. And, and I'd say, you know, 
rose to the challenge. They put 104 for the second wicket. Um, Pat Dixon was scoring at strike rate of 150. So we, we felt 135 was was, was definitely no chance of that. Yeah, 12 overs. Yeah, what there was a short boundary, the one on for those who know Radley at the railway side. But short boundaries are short boundaries. Yeah, I get it, but you sort of mm. hit it, and we, we felt we had we had half a chance, and we, we bowled okay. They needed 30 off the last two. Uh, and that they, I mean, that they had to go for it, and they got 23 off the penultimate oh. over, which suddenly meant that they were favourites. And then Mike Malhotra did all he could off that last over, and then he did one off the final ball. We obviously bring everybody yeah. in, and, and and I can't remember who it was. The lad just just smacks it straight straight over the top, so Swarders can get there. So on the one hand, there's a, there's a case to be made that we should have won that game. On the other hand, as you've just said before, we, we'd never been anywhere near that yeah. before, that sort of level of cricket. And it was it was great to be involved. And Swarovson were fantastic, I have to say. Seemed a really yeah. good bunch and, and, and lots of, you know, lots of plaudits to be sent their way. The one thing I would say is, though, they then, I mean, brilliant game of cricket, but they had to turn right round and play a 16-over final against the Rolls-Royce that is yeah. Wanstead. And I don't think that did them any favours. They had to bat and, and I, didn't, I it couldn't really watch all of the finals and family with yeah. it and stuff. But they were 40 for six when I left. And there was only one team winning that, and it wasn't Swarderston. I do think it, it was quite hard on them, actually. I'd like to have seen what they'd have been like if they'd have had the, the two-hour yeah. break. But, I mean, it's not a criticism. You have to do it this way. But it was, yeah, wants to just steamroller them in the final. I'm not, not sure it had to be that way, but it's the way the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it's the only thing. The brain Nick Covey would have been perfect opportunity for him to get some rest in and, you know, recover up. But, yeah, I mean, what can you do? The weather's actually improved, so... There's no reason to say just get the game to get in play, I suppose. But yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, they've won the comp before in the past. One, one you know team won, they've won it before, badly. so you know what? Let's not be too sad about that. I didn't sense any moans from Swarderston, no. either on the field, unofficially, officially. They were like, yeah, cool, we'll give it yeah. a go. Came second. That's the way it is. And that's that's the way to play the game, folks. So I thought that was a very good, good way of doing it. Enough of that, though, Sal. We will move on. This coming weekend, now. I had a quick look through some of the fixtures for, for Saturday. And you, you've had a, a look as well, I know. And it does look like, as you'd expect, in week 15, we'll get into the, to the business end of the season here. Now, in the Prem, any, any games that catch your eyes, ones to look out for? I, I think in all the business, games of, of it's much, good, isn't it? yeah. like prominence and importance taking place with relegation and promotion and title races at hand. Finchley have said huge at the bottom of the Premier Division. Either side wins, giving them some kind of opportunity of thinking about staying up. I mean, if Hampstead win that, I think they're safe more or less, I would think. Well, I must admit, from from Twickenham Green, we wouldn't mind Finchley yeah, coming to the party there, which sounds a bit odd, given their ninth. But, also, yeah. and I think you've got Finchley, I think, in one of the remaining games as well. I mean, still, I'm pretty sure about that. La- last game, yeah. mate. So there you go. Game. I mean, that could be a dead roll right but who knows. But yeah, Hampstead, if, if they win that, then they'll be probably thinking we've got one step in Premier League for next season. Yeah. As you said, Finch, you win that. It does turn, turn the tables, I suppose. And then at the top, another huge game here. Bronte take on Ealing. Obviously, it's always cricket, so someone's going to win, someone's going to lose. We ain't got any more draws, any more taking. Well, listen, it could be a tie. But, so that's another massive game as well. Moving to Division 1. At the bottom, we know Austria down. So this is this game will be really dependent. That may, maybe decide who joins them. Barnes playing with Chimohill, 8th v 9th. And then towards the top, North London, I take on Harris St. Mary's. Now, Harris St. Mary's are still in there with a chance. I know the rain hasn't helped them this weekend because it does, obviously, they lose ground with less games to play. But they'll, they will they need to win that. That's a make-or-break game for Harris St. Mary's. Obviously, North London will be delighted if they can get the win as well. Or I'll be part of that sort of delighted group as well. So, yeah, in, in the top two divisions, there are some key games taking place. And as I said, we're going to week 16, 17, 18, and they'll be 
even more important games happening. So, yep. yeah, it's just really exciting what's happening now. Yep, I buy into both of that. Certainly Barnes and Winchmore Hill, that they won't need any persuading that it's a big game. You know, if Winchmore Hill win that, then they're over a game ahead of Barnes and Barnes are starting to be to be getting a bit worried, I think, about where they'll, they'll be playing their cricket next season. And at the top, it's it's not just a big game because North London are involved in their top, but Harrison Marys, if... Well, if, if, you, if you guys beat Harris St. Mary's, then you finish above them yeah. in the league. I can't see yeah. any way, that, unless you have a meltdown yeah. in the last three weeks. So that means it's sort of looking like two from three. But if Harris St. Mary's win, then you know, they, they are very much, very much still in it. So games to keep an eye on. Div 2, anyone there? That, anyone game well, that caught your eye? Well, I spoke about Wickham House, who are fine for promotion. Mm-hmm. Take on Brentford, who actually obviously are trying to avoid relegation this year. So again, at the top and bottom, that's a big clash. It could define season. I don't think we'll define Wickham House because they've still got to play Kenton and Jim Connor, but for them to get a win and just keep on the tails of all the top three will be massive for them. Yep. And slip-ups now are going to be, in a way, even more costly than they might have been six, seven weeks yep. ago. And I, I just got to think Brentham, you know, they're, they're in a bit they of are. a fight for their, for their lives down there at the bottom. So sometimes not the easiest teams to be playing. So... Could be could be an entertaining one there. In Div 3, the one that caught my eye was was pretty easy. Old Eyes play Ali Pally. That's top V second. Now, Old Eyes or Worthians have had a very good last six weeks. Now, they, they've managed to get themselves 12 points clear in a really tight division. So that 12 points is is, is absolutely massive. But if Ali Pally can beat them at the weekend, then, then obviously that, that closes right back down to potentially, depending on what the exact scores are, yeah. two points. Yeah, yeah. But if Old Eyes win... Then I think they'll be away and gone. I think I think they'll be you know be very very hard to to stop them. Whereas there's a second game, Sal, at the bottom as well. That I thought looked quite interesting. Did you pick up on that? Yes, one? Dan. So we've got London Titans taking on the Tigers eight three nine. Now that bottom's really tight again. Titans yeah. on sixty two points. Tigers on twenty three points. Now if they this table is really actually a real really it Bonkers, is crazy, isn't it? Dan. You've yeah. got as I said, Jones in third on seventy seven. And if you go down to in 10, 9, 8, 7, SKLPC on 67, and then you've got Tigers and Tamils, if, not Tamils, sorry, Titans, Titans and Tigers, when they win, yep. then they can potentially have an outside chance of promotion. I think the first, yep. the first priority will be avoiding relegation, and then from there, can they push on and maybe get a promotion place? But as I said, that. Yep. Yeah. Well, if, if Tigers win and Old Eyes are Worthians, we just said they're 12 points clear, and Old Eyes are Worthians beat Alexander Park, then the Tigers will be 10 points behind Alexander yeah. Park and is currently second to, to eighth. So, so there is anything is possible in that division. It really it is. is. And you've got sort of sides playing each other in that, in that little group that Tony was taking on the Eden Trail Finders. You've got SKLPC, Dan Pater, Hampshire, that goes ahead, and we don't know. And you've also Chitty taking on K. You know, all these sides are just one win away from being in that mix up going to the final yep. three weeks of the season. Absolutely. Definitely. I think it's the closest division we've got and, it, and and there's all sorts of permutations there. So if you're playing in one of those games, guys, then talk to me and Sal about what happens. We're, we're, we're keen to know the details and we'll, we'll definitely give it a good airing in next week's pod. If we go to Division 4, there's, there's no sort of top v bottom or ninth v tenth here that, that catches my eye. But I did think Stoke Newington versus Besborough looked quite interesting. Stoke Newington in the relegation zone, they're ninth and Besborough fifth. But Stoke Newington are only two points away from safety. Plenty of incentive to go out and try and get some points there. And Besborough, although they're in mid-table at the moment, are only 12 points off second. And, and they, they certainly had a good run at the end of last season. I was wondering whether they might put something similar together this. So certainly I think there's plenty for both of those sides to, to play for. And that, that'll be the one I'm keeping an eye on there. Did five sound? Anything particularly fancy? Did five pro parts from Bapa 
Prime Park, sorry, Primary Park were in ninth, Sporting Bathroom in sixth, but only 23 points there between them again. So Primary Park managed to get a win, they do have a chance to survive if they lose, then the relegation starts in more or less done and dusted. And towards the top, we've got Calipsonians yep. taking a pro bowl for Nations, second to be fourth. Calipsonians win, as we mentioned earlier on, and North London Muslims, North London Muslims lose. Get to Norfolk Park, then there'll be a party taking place at New Calipsons tonight. Yep, they'll be up. Yep. Yep. I think that's right with Priory Park, Sammy Bupper, because although 23 points sounds like a load, but it helps when you're playing teams who are not too far away because they could soon chop that down to 13, which, which you know, with three games to go, means that Priory Park would be in with the chance of hauling, them out, hauling themselves up and into mid table. Div six. Was there a game there that might stood be out second here? Cardinals, right and South. Ah, yeah, bit of a story there, though, isn't there? Because the CRS are on the on the up. Are they? They won. Well, they won three the last four. They yeah. have. Yeah, they're, they're making a bit of a late, yeah. late, late sort of run on the outside to try and stay up if they can. They are fighting for their lives, but South Harrow they've been convincing. And in the early fixture between the series sides, they won the game by 153 runs. Mm. So you think they'll be quite confident going into that into that game on Saturday. And, and you know they're looking at the points gap as well. They're, they're 40 points ahead of them. Which does say there's a bit of a difference in, in where yeah, they're at. Everything says South Harrow should win, but I did notice that that CRS Cardinals won three of the last four they yeah. played, which is over about six seven weeks, and they also only lost by ten runs to to, to the leaders there, you know, okay. United Sporting Club. So, don't know. I just got a feeling that South, South Harrow might not have a walk in the park there. There could be more going on, but we shall see. Div seven. So we spoke about Desperados. We're flying high and then looking like more or less champions. Incoming either this week or next week, but the the basketball the wooden spoon is still going on. It's a big one as well, I imagine that. The yeah, big yeah. wooden spoon, yeah, the biggest of them all. Tangley Knights yeah. are bottom, playing the Metadors who are second bottom, and there's eight points between the sides, so that is really really mm-hmm. tight. Terry Knights do have a game in hand, and the Christ winning fixture in the season. I mean, this is crazy. We've got this one down. I don't know how they're still bottom based on this result. Terry United won the game by nine wickets. They chased down two, four, three for nine for a loss of one wicket, but they have lost last four since then. So. Something's gone on a bit odd there. I'm not sure entirely what's going on there. You win a game by nine wickets, and then after that, you're going as ridiculous one losing four games. Well, maybe you've got two or three players at the top of the order who are really good, and after that, your your, maybe. your, your tail might start a bit sooner than you'd like, maybe. Yeah. Just to, I really don't know. But again, so that should be one. Cool. Yeah, we will keep an eye on that. Right. Any other business, Al? Anything else we need to throw in here? I just want to mention, people might see them around the ground. So as you listen to the pod, especially sort of your base, I mean, sort of the West London kind of area, the gentleman called Clive, Lovely guy, loves Middlesex cricket, loves his league cricket. Always find him on a Saturday or Sunday watching league cricket or cup matches that take place. Just comes along, sits down, keeps himself to himself, but very pleasant guy. Loves to chat as well afterwards as well. So if he ever does come to your club one day, and you might well do, as I said, he does like to get around the grounds, give him a cup of tea, offer him a sandwich, look after him because, you know, he takes the time out of his day to come along. He has no sides of reasons that he supports. I think he lives near Stanmore, so he does like going to Stanmore. But as I said, so if he does pop, so does Clive ever come to your club, make him feel like very welcome and make sure you look after him because he's a really good guy. And, you know, it's great that we've got club cricket. It's got people like that who support us as cricket in a professional format and also in a grassroots format as well. So, oh. Yeah, it's a good course. I saw a few people yesterday at the T20 at Radler who, who they, they just like watching yeah. club cricket. And, and I thought it was great, great that they were there. So, you know, fair play to, to, to those guys. It's, it's always good. And, and, and you'll remember from when you played, Sal, I remember... It's always nice when people Definitely. watch and take an interest. Yeah, in he's it. got no allegiances from what I see. He just likes to watch cricket. And as I said, he just comes along, sits down. So he does come along, make sure you make him feel very welcome and make sure he looks after well as well. Absolutely. Yep. Fine words. Cool. 
So where are you standing? We don't know yet. So just to mention, if anyone's wondering why the appointments are not on our league oh. website, they are. They'll be up by I think Wednesday. Obviously, lots of big games taking place throughout the division. So just just trying to work out who's going to go where. I think so. From the final four weeks, from what I gather, David Hayden, Tom Rolford, they allocate week by week rather than having it in bulk at the beginning of the season. Just based on obviously the fixtures that are taking place, they try and pair up umpires regarding which games are going on. Makes yeah, sense, yeah. Definitely. And I guess if umpires are doing particularly well in terms of the reports, then they'll, they'll probably get the, the, the potentially more, more challenging games. Challenging in the sense that, you know, promotion relegation yeah. on the lines. Good, good. Well, wherever you may be, Sal, yeah. go well. I hope it's a place that provides a good yes. And yeah, we'll, we'll know that reconvene Brilliant next week. Dan. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers, Sal. Bye. Podcast Network.